On today's brand new Compete Everyday podcast, I'm talking with mental performance coach Lindsay Wilson about visualization and more importantly, the stories we tell ourselves. That's right, Competitor Nation. Jake here, your Chief Encouragement Officer, and we are back with this brand new episode of the Compete Everyday Podcast to finish out June, talking about visualization, mindset, and self-sabotage. You ever caught yourself doing that? You ever caught yourself getting in your own way to success? Or maybe you haven't caught yourself yet, but you're doing it. Lindsay and I discuss self-sabotage. We talk about warning signs to be on the lookout for. And then we get into a really cool conversation about the importance of accountability and relationships and, and what to do when you're surrounding yourself with not the right people. When you want to be a high achiever, you want to be that competitor. But the people you work with and live with don't seem to have that same mentality. What are the things that you can do in those challenging situations to keep striving for more and potentially add some new relationships into your life? Before we welcome Lindsay to the show, I want to give you a heads up that tomorrow, July 1st, we are dropping a brand new shirt called Trust. Not trust the universe, not trust fate, not trust destiny, trust your work ethic. That's right. Instead of sitting back waiting, hoping that the destiny and the goals and the success that you manifest in your mind magically appear in your lap, be the person who trusts your work ethic to go out and get it. So this is the calling card for July. Don't sit on life. Don't wait. Don't be complacent hoping success finds you. Be someone to go work for what you want, to go after and get what you want in life. And if you want to grab this brand new shirt starting tomorrow, July 1st, you can use the code podcast to get 15% off. That's code podcast will get you 15% off that brand new shirt or any item at competeeveryday.com. As always, to join the Morning Competitor Club, text the word PODCAST to 972-945-9113. And every morning, you'll start the day with a motivational text from me, something to think about, a word, a challenge, a focus point, so you can show up and better compete today to be your best self, to hit your goals, and to lead others by how you live your life. Text PODCAST to 972-945-9113. And now... Let's get into this week's show with mental performance coach and my friend, Lindsay Wilson. Lindsay, welcome to the Compete Everyday Podcast. Hey, Jake. How's it going? Good. I, I guess I should say welcome back because we did have a conversation on raising competitors and, and have had the chance to be connected for a while. And as we just chatted before we even got started uh, about everything that's been going on and changing for both of us since our last talk, which I mean, I think anything 2020 feels like a, it was a decade long year. So uh, a lot has changed, a lot is moving. And, and so some of our listeners that are new to the show may not be familiar with your work. And so I'm going to plug your past episode on the Raising Competitors show here so they can go back and check it out. Uh, but before we dive into some things on visualization, a few of the things we talked about offline, would love to get a snapshot of what you do today. Tell us a little bit about your organization and your focus on work. Yeah, so I'm a mindset coach and I run a company that really focuses on helping coaches and athletes learn to maximize their mindset so they can optimize their life and optimize their performance. Love it. I love it. So I'm going to go ahead and bust the bubble for a lot of people listening. Even though we've talked about it a lot on the show, visualization is something that a lot of people still see as woo-woo. Uh, it is the thing I would have seen as quote woo-woo at 
14, 15, 16 as a young athlete growing up in, in the sticks of East Texas. However, it is an incredibly powerful tool in, in our mental skill toolbox, for lack of a better phrase. I want to know from you what exactly you talk about when you say visualization, which you and why more than anything, it's so important for us to not see it as, as woo-woo, but maybe a wise skill that we can develop. Yeah, so a lot of us use what we call our conscious brain to try to achieve things, right? Yep. And as athletes, as competitors, we think, well, what I'm going to do, I'm going to wake up this morning and I'm going to work hard. I'm going to take a ton, a ton of action. And that's great. And that can work in the short term. We can trick ourselves into succeeding in a certain area of our life. We can find the results that we want in the short term. But long-term, what a lot of us realize is that way of, of working and that way of progressing stops working so well. And, and I think one of the great things about sports and athletics in general is you can hit that wall and, and it's really like a tangible thing. You know, you're like, I'm not getting the results that, I'm, that I want. You know, I'm holding myself back. I'm self-sabotaging. And it's, it's so much more obvious than it can be in sort of everyday life. Like we can blame our circumstances or blame our upbringing or blame our parents or whatever. And in sports, you know, like the, you gotta get the whole, the mirror up it's public and you know, you're either lifting the weights or you're not right. Yeah. And so we look back, then we have to, or we get to, we get to look and say, well, there's what we talk about in, in positive performance is our thoughts lead to our emotions which produce our actions and produce our results. And that's not something I came up with. A lot of people talk about that. Life Coach School talks about um, the, um, the model and really thinking about, okay, we want these results. We generally work backwards and say, well, we know the action that we need to take, right? Like any idiot knows <laughs> that, right? That is the easy part. We think it's the hard part. That is the easy part. Then we have to work backwards and say, what is the emotion that is going to get me to take the right action? consistently, right? We can use willpower and we can say, I'm going to get up in the morning. I'm going to quit smoking. I'm going to eat better for a certain amount of time. But if we don't have the emotion that leads to that action, we will find a reason and trick ourselves into doing the opposite. To get that emotion, we have to have a thought. And that's really where we start working on the inner game, as I talk about with our thoughts. And that's really where visualization can come in. So along those lines, I want to dive into a couple of those things, the, the self-sabotage. And I hear that from people all the time. Well, how do I stop self-sabotaging myself? But I would think the ones that are, realize they're doing it are probably ahead of the game because they have a little more self-awareness that I'm doing this and messing my own chances up with success. I would say a lot of people don't really have an idea that they're sabotaging their own chances of success or growth. What are some of the warning signs I would say that you see of, of someone that continually self-sabotages themselves that maybe somebody listening that had never thought about what they're doing in that angle or perspective is a good wake up call for them? So I actually have it on my wall behind here because I just talked about it in my mastermind and, and I'll put it, I'll give it to you to put in the show notes, but we have a, a worksheet that's called the six haters. And these are essentially the things that we say to ourselves to excuse our behavior or to justify not going for it in our life. I know I, I've watched all your videos. You talk a lot about some of the stuff we talk about, which is like playing small, holding ourselves yep. back, um, you know, not really going for it. But our brain doesn't like thinking that about ourselves. So we come up with really fancy ways and I'll just read them off. So the first one is the martyr, right? Like I can't, and this is what it sounds like. I can't do X, Y, Z because 
I have small kids at home, right? Or, you know, we're the martyr type, right? And, and everybody has either been that person or knows that person, right? Then we have the excuse maker, which is pretty obvious. You know, there's a reason why you can't go for it in your life. And these sound really plausible. Like they're not pie in the sky things. They, they really sound right. Cause we all can say, I don't have money. I don't have time. Like yep. everybody in the world can say that except for maybe Bill Gates, right? Like yep. everybody can use that excuse. Then we have the someday-er, right? And we get this a lot with people that want to join our certification. They say, well, I'm going to do it next year. Guess what, Jake? Yep. This is not going to be a surprise to you. Only one person has come back after wow. saying they were going to join and not joined. Yep. Because it gets harder, not easier. Yeah. We think someday I'm going to have the time. Someday I'm going to have the money. Tomorrow. And that sounds really Tomorrow. good. Exactly. And it doesn't come. Then we have the victim. You know, we think it's other people's faults, maybe our parents, maybe society, whatever it is. Then we have the liar and then we have the reasonable one. And the reasonable one is really tricky because um, it talks about the liar is the one that really compares to other people often. Mm -hmm. You know, it says, so other people are better than me um, instead of having that growth mentality. But the reasonable one is like, I shouldn't be greedy, right? I want to go do this really cool thing. But man, I really just need to appreciate my life and be grateful for uh, what I have. Like, who wants more? That's that's man. selfish. We just talked about. I just talked about that yesterday with someone uh, on their podcast on length of like people confusing gratitude with with complacency mm. and contentment yeah. with complacency versus gratitude having the mindset that I'm grateful I have an opportunity. Why would I waste it by settling? by being yep. complacent. Oh, so I loved you saying that. Yeah. So anyway, we have that worksheet on our website. I'll give you the link, but it's, 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 I think it's really eye-opening because that self-sabotage when you're doing it to yourself and we all do it, this is our brain's natural tendency. There is not yeah. a person in the world that, that does not do this. So there's no blame. There's no feeling bad about it. It's just a fact of life. Um, being aware of it and saying, these are the, like we say, the six haters, identifying them, because they really, your brain is so smart. It doesn't say I'm a lazy piece of shit. Yeah. It, it comes up with some fancy other reason that sounds really good that, you know, you can't do it because your kids. I can't work out because my kids. Yep. And I remember um, I was talking to this woman, I don't know, last year, uh, like you said, who knows what, it could have been five years ago. I have no idea um, with COVID. But she said that someone else had told her, don't let your kids be your excuse. And I was like, whoa. You know, and because we all have, we all have something we can blame it on. Yeah. Whether it's kids or time or like I said, money. I mean, we all have something. And so um, to me, that's where the self-sabotage comes in. And I think that's where coaching really helps. I think that's where community really helps um, because it's, it can be difficult to get that in your everyday life, to have your spouse always be the one that's like, Hey, you're self-sabotaging. Like who wants to live with that? Right. Yeah. I mean, that's a hard deal. So you know, getting, getting, pulling the mirror up and saying, where am I doing it? Because we know that everybody does it. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I want to ask you a question along those lines that we didn't talk about prior. So this is going to be a little curveball. When we become those individuals that are at least working through these challenges, working to overcome our self-sabotage, we're, we're getting coached up, um, but we find ourselves surrounded by people who aren't. And we talk a lot about the, the importance of the people you surround yourself with and, and who mm -hmm. you spend at least the most time. How do we better control 
what's being input into us, either by our conversations with friends who we hang out with, when it's around people that we can't escape from either a work standpoint, life standpoint, we're going to see them frequently throughout the course of a week or a month. Um, but we're still trying to work to better control how we process our thoughts and emotions and things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think that is a really, um, I don't think there's any real like easy answers to yeah. that, but I think really understanding that it is an opportunity. You know, I always say when I'm like working with an athlete that like hates their coach or whatever, right. There's nowhere for them to go. Right. Like they have what they perceive as an a-hole coach and what are they going to do? They're going to sulk. And so trying to figure out what are the opportunities for growth for them. And so framing it, which is not easy to do, right. I'm not saying this is easy, but framing it as a situation of this is where I get to test my resolve. This is where I get to work through all of my crap, right? This is the, this is the spot in my life that is going to reflect everything that is needing adjustment within myself, because those people don't exist in a vacuum, right? They are reflecting back on you, the doubt that you have about yourself, the guilt that you have about being successful. Maybe, you know, they are just, they are holding up the mirror. It's not them. They are showing you what needs altering or what the opportunities are for you to grow. And so I think when you look at it like that, it becomes less about changing them or wanting to get away from them. And more like, if it's not that person, that type of person is going to show up in your life somewhere else a million times over and over again, until you figure out the lesson that you need to learn, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's funny. A lot of times, I mean, there are bad bosses and bad atmospheres everywhere, but it's funny the people that job hop every six to eight months because they hate their boss. It's everywhere. It's always the boss. And you have to think Mm -hmm. like the only thing consistent in this situation at all of these companies is you. So what opportunity, and I love how you talked about the reframing on that. What opportunity do you have to, to better position? And, And honestly, it comes down to what Uh, choices do we want to make like perspective and how we train our perspective changes everything without changing anything else at all. Um, Mm -hmm. But how do we learn to show up and build that? Um, One thing that I know is incredibly important for you and in your coaching staff is uh, say coaching staff, your coaching members uh, is community and the importance of surrounding yourself with those people. I know you host a mastermind. I know you've got some other things that are in the works. Talk personally on your side, life after sports being involved in masterminds, going through some coaching programs, how it was important to not just look at having a coach, being part of a community you're paying to be a part of as just for sports. Like it's so crucial to our development in life and, and would be curious to get your your take on that and experience. Yeah, I always, you know, speaking of sort of the people that you're around, I always, you know, think about like a situation where, you know, let's say it's after college and you're living with you know, a group of people that all they do is like drink and stay up late and eat nachos on the, on the couch. Right. Or you're living with people that, you know, are training for a marathon and, you know, really driven in their career into eating healthy. And like, regardless of how disciplined you are, regardless of how disciplined you are, your actions will shift depending on which house you live in. Like there is no doubt. And so speaking of the people that you surround yourselves with, but also just sort of that, the, the, the tide that you're around, you know, it's gonna be really, really important if you can surround yourself in a team 
where you rise up. Like that is our natural, again, we're talking about how the brain naturally works. It naturally works to self-sabotage us. It naturally pulls us up to be in the group. We want to be average, right? It pulls us back down yep. when we're getting too successful. And it also pulls us up when we're sort of end of the pack. And so depending on where you are, you want to be around people that sort of force you to, to join the pack. And that's where I think the community and team, I think if you're used to being on a team, you know, I really definitely experienced this post, well, post-college, I was still playing professionally. So a little bit less, although I was overseas. So that was a whole nother thing. But when I came back and I was an entrepreneur and I was by myself yep. and having that team in some component of your life is, I think it's so crucial. I have a team now uh, that I work with, but also the masterminds and, you know, I'm a leader and I coach them. So I'm more like the captain or the leader or the coach or whatever you want to call it. And so that's very um, familiar to me as well. But, but having different ways where you're part of a team and a community, I think is, is so crucial. And frankly, I don't have that. That's why probably I jumped right into us and I, us talking about business. I haven't found that yet right now for me as a business owner. Okay. I've been looking and I've had coaches I've had groups, but in this moment in time, that's something that's lacking for me for sure. And I've been, I've been aware that it's lacking. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. So I've, I've been in different business masterminds over the years. Um, a couple were just complete scams, uh, which is prevalent. <laughs> and, and some yeah. of those lessons you learn the hard way, uh, right. but some of the people in it, I'm still friends and connected with because they yeah. were striving for the same thing. And we just don't talk as much as we used to, but one of the most beneficial things that I did, man, it's been five years maybe is, uh, Adrian Dorison original unmarried name was Dorison. I'm going to blank on what her married last name is, but she runs clockwork. Uh, Mike McCallowitz's clockwork program for, for entrepreneurs and, and business mm -hmm. leaders about how to optimize your schedule and what you're doing mm -hmm. to game. All of Mike's books, I feel like are game changers in the entrepreneur space, but she reached out uh, to me and like six other people that she followed occasionally engaged with online and was just like, hey, what I think you're doing is really cool. We've all been part of business masterminds and groups before. Some have been good. A lot haven't. Um, I just want to get some cool people together and talk shop and see if we can help each other in business and life. And yeah. so what we did is we would take a weekend in the summer and we would go up north. So we went to Vancouver or Whistler, actually. And then we would oh, take nice. a a weekend in the winter and we'd go south. So we did Florida. We did Texas. And we would spend three-ish days, three and a half days together. Uh, the first time you're obviously meeting everybody, but you sit around and everybody hot-seated for an hour to an hour and a half. And we talk business and a lot of our challenges go back to life and everything that totally. involved in it. And then we would go out and like we did a swamp ride in Florida to look at alligators and we did a gondola ride in Whistler. And so it was a really cool experience where a lot of the groups we pay to be a part of. And, and, but this was a very special one where someone who I feel is like an incredible leader was like, Hey, listen, do you guys want to get together? Just pay to pitch in on the food and the place and let's go do this. And so that was a real game changer. We haven't done it obviously in a few years because families, everybody's kind of grown and, and had some different projects and things going on. And, and COVID changed a lot of that for us. But um, I just want to echo for everybody in there, like 
Lindsay's got some incredible uh, membership programs going on um, and things that she's not only working on, but she has coaching clients she works with now that's in that community. We have a community at Compete Every Day and, and everyone listening is going to hear a little bit more about the things coming for that. But I just want to challenge folks to, to get plugged in, whether it's with Lindsay, whether it's with us, whether it's somewhere else. Because I just, I hear it all the time from people of like, well, I don't know anybody like that. And I'm not around people like that. And I feel terrible, but I kind of went off on somebody this morning on our daily text thread who was like, well, I don't, I, you know, there's not a gym in my town. So nobody I know wants to work out like I do. And I can't get an accountability party and or partner. And it was kind of a pity party text. And I was like, do you have the internet? Are you part of our <laughs> Facebook group? There's, and I named like street parking, garage gym athlete, like I named five at home training programs. I was like, you don't have an excuse not to have an accountability partner. It's just, at, are you making the choice to go out and find one? Because today's mm -hmm. day and age, we can easily find people and get connected to people with common interest with this. It's just, do we have the mindset that we're going to go do that? Or do we want to, it goes back to, do we want to be complacent and expect the things to come to us? And so um, I want to yeah. hit on that little soapbox briefly because I, no, I, I just agree. dealt but with I a lot of them. Totally. And I think where, um, you know, in our mastermind last week, someone was, I could tell she was on that verge of quitting on herself, right? Mm -hmm. Like what, whether she was going to quit or not, I, you know, who knows, but um, I could tell that she was in that um negative space where you're not yep. optimistic. And, and when we're in that space, again, talking about how the brain works and visualization and all these things we train, like in those spaces, when we understand how the brain works, it will naturally pull us back. You know, we're and, like and looking that, out in the cave. That, I'm going to ask you, does that go yeah. back to, I mean, that goes back to ancestors of us trying not totally. to be ostracized from community because being out on your own was dangerous and you were going to die. Yeah, and, okay. exactly. And so we're looking out in the cave and we're like, I don't know what's going on out there. I haven't seen, you know, she hasn't gotten the results in the immediate future or immediate yep. past that she wanted. And so she's like, you know, F this peace out. I'm just going to go be, I'm just going to hide. Right. Yep. And so it is such a natural, and I do this all the time. Like I'll do social media stuff and I'll hear crickets or whatever. And I'm like, peace out, yo. Like, I don't need to be on Facebook live. Like, you know, and so that, and I, I can hear my brain doing it and I pull back. And some, and to some degree, we have to do that, right? We have yeah. to sort of either just recharge or whatever. There's nothing wrong with that. But then we have to get back on the horse, right? I'm like mixing yep. my metaphors, but we have to push through that when we feel that initial, you know, it's, it's really our, our fight or flight response. When we feel that, we have to consciously say, okay, I'm going to lean into it because our brain thinks that's a sign of danger instead of that's an opportunity for me to grow. I can lean into that feeling. And my mastermind student did it. She started putting herself out there again, because here's the thing. When we have a thought, like, well, let's say her thought was, I suck at being a mindset coach. And this is never going to work out. Right. Which yep. you and I know that comes up all the time as an entrepreneur. All the right? time. I'm terrible speaker. Time. What am I doing on this stage? Yeah. yeah. All For the time. sure. We have whatever your special sauce is in your life. That's your thought, which leads to the emotion of like, F this, I'm not motivated. I'm not going to do any of this. Like, you know, that, that will kill your drive in an instant, right? Which yeah. leads to action, which is probably not doing anything, probably not putting herself out there, probably not getting clients, which leads to the results of ding, 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 not having clients, yep. which reinforces her original thought, right? It reinforces the thought that I'm not good at this. So we, 
you know, put our big girl pants on and we say, I'm going to change my thought. And this is again, where you can use a visualization. I'm going to change my thought. I'm going to consciously today believe that I am capable of being an awesome mindset coach, which leads me to an emotion of feeling motivated to do this. I'm optimistic. I'm going to do whatever it is. And that's the action, which leads to the result of actually helping somebody, maybe getting that client that day, which reinforces my thought that I can do this. Yep. And so that's where this work is so powerful because we create our reality. If we think we're shitty at something, we go make it happen <laughs> all day, every day. And yeah. it's not that we have to lie to ourselves, but we have to give ourselves, we have to control our thoughts because our natural tendency is to pull ourselves back. Yep. And we have to sort of um, spiral up, right? It doesn't have to be in leaps and bounds. I know you talk about this a lot in your podcast and your videos. We have to do a little bit every day and we have to change that thought a little bit every day so we can get the results that we want that then reinforce. It's a whole feedback loop. Yep. But if we don't take the time to change that thought, we're constantly in that six haters thinking it's everybody else's fault, thinking we can't do it. And then guess what? That's what we get in our life. And we're yeah. like, see, I was right. See, I suck. And so there you go. <laughs> it's, you know, it's funny because all I was thinking about while you were saying that is, is Dr. Brett Elko. And he made a comment about, and I heard it on an interview and I just loved it about how our feelings aren't really our feelings. Our feelings are influenced by the stories we tell ourselves. For sure. And how, and I was like, immediately, I just thought of the example of road rage and how it's always somebody cuts you off in traffic and you can have the attitude of who the hell does this person think they are? Don't they know how important I am and blah, 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 or which puts you in a rage and puts you in anger and you want to mm -hmm. drive up and give them the finger or yeah. you put in the mindset and the story is, oh my gosh, I hope everybody's okay. They look like they're in a hurry. I hope somebody's not hurt that they're running to, at which point you try to express empathy toward them and, and yeah. try to have a little bit more understanding and, and you're feeling the situation did not change, but the story you yeah. told yourself internally drastically different. And just like you talked about how you're talking to yourself, the story you're telling to yourself, mm -hmm. you're either, you're reinforcing it one way or another, and you're either not going to do the work, which is not going to get you the clients, which is going to make you think you're a failure because I can't have the client showing up or I'm doing the work. I'm focusing on the process and, and working that piece. So I, I just, uh, man, I appreciate that. I could nerd out on some of this stuff all day because there's a lot of y'all with mental performance certifications and doctorates and things like that, that are way smarter in this field than I am. And I just love to soak it all up. So, uh, Lindsay, let me ask you real quick, before we start to wrap up, we've teased it a little bit about your coaching clients, some of the programs you have going on, give our listeners a good idea of what you've got in the right now, I guess, active. I know you're working on a few things that we won't roll out <laughs> just yet, but uh, for those listening that may be a good fit, who is an ideal client for you? And then what are some of the programs that you offer that would be of interest to them? Or even if it's a parent of an athlete that could be an interest for the athlete? Yeah. So um, actually next week we're doing, a, we're teaching a workshop on a mistake ritual. So that's great for athletes, coaches, and parents. Really, how do you react and respond when a mistake happens, um, which of course, you know, is a life skill as well, yep. but we're going to be talking about how to do it in a game and in performance. And um, so that's, you know, that's sort of one aspect is, is coaches and mental training skills and tools for competition, right? We work with teams, we work with athletes, we've worked with tons of um, universities. And so that's, we have a lot of online courses. And so that's one sort of bucket of people. Uh, if you want to do mental training with your team, definitely check out our website, positiveperformancetraining.com. Um, for 
you know, let's say life athletes, people that want to compete. I'm sure a lot of your listeners are people that want to compete and want to work on their mindset to compete in life and get better in life and optimize their life. Our, um, our daily podcast would be a good fit, the yep. inner game podcast. And, you know, again, to hold myself accountable, we're going to be doing a membership with those people um, in the next little while. So uh, I got a book coming out um, soon with that. And then finally, we have a certification program. So, you know, a lot of people that want to be mindset coaches and, and want to actually have a business working with clients, they get certified through us. And that's where our mastermind is as well. And so we help people become mindset coaches. And that's also where we do our, we have a dual certification with a mindset coaching and our performance visualization specialist. Cause we really uh, work with, with coaches and athletes and people <laughs> on uh, visualizing and, and using their subconscious brain to get what they want. So that's uh that's sort of the third track, if you will, but I'm on Lindsay at positive perform on Instagram. Yep. And like I said, our podcast is inner game podcast. So we'll be linking to that in the show notes. It's a, it's a great podcast. You've got uh, some really strong content in there. And I think, you know, listening to our community and, and some of the people listening to the show that may have an interest in, in going down the path of mental performance. Uh, I can't say enough great things for the work that you do and, and that certification program. So definitely want to recommend you check it out, reach out to Lindsay on social or go to our website, shoot her an email to get connected and find out more if it's a great fit for you. And for a lot of you, I think it might be, or, you know, someone it will be. So do us a favor to do that since Lindsay was so gracious with her time today. Thank you incredibly for hanging out on the show this week. Thanks, Jake. It's always a pleasure. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Compete Everyday Podcast. To listen to past episodes, be sure to check out podcast.competeveryday.com. And to get in touch with the show, email us at podcast at competeveryday.com. Everybody wants to win, but not everybody's willing to compete for that victory. Since you're one who will, show up today and win. We're cheering for you.